wanted to thank everybody for having the opportunity that I had last week to go in and just like get get weird and do uh, an album by a band that I really genuinely enjoy. Uh, it was re- it was really fun. I know that it came off a little stale, and like I said, like not every like tenth episode or something like that is going to be like just an obscure album like that. So I just. Thank you. Thank thank you for let thank you for letting me do it. And if you listen to it and you found a new band that you liked, then I I I have done what I wanted to do. Uh whether you have not never thought about it, whether you continue to listen to the band, whether you listen to it and you never want to think about it again. It doesn't matter. Thank you. I really really fucking appreciate it. And I know like it was it was just it would just seem like it, a lot of information and then hey we're done because the songs were so fucking long and not for fucking nothing I chose the shortest songs on that album. I don't use the songs at the beginning and the ends of these episodes as a crutch by any means whatsoever, but sometimes they do pad my times a little bit. And I do I do usually want to stay 
right around like the 30 minute mark because like like I've said before I don't want to waste your time uh, I don't want to take a lot out of your day I just want to I want to be able to do this and I want you to be able to enjoy it and the little the, if you have if you have 30 minutes that's awesome if you don't that's completely fine as well uh, I am really, really fucking happy that I am done with the how in the hell did I not know that this existed. Uh, it, it was fun. It, it was really, really fun, but I just keep, oh shit, I just, I'm always like looking for, you know, what's, what's coming out, what's coming up, what's going on. Um, so just like seeing all that shit, like seeing all this stuff happen and like all this stuff come out and just like, oh, I can talk about that. I can talk about that. I can talk about that. Yeah, I, I, I had spent two weeks, like, just wasting away, but uh, with that said, I was able to, you know, finally start putting stuff to paper that I could talk about, and uh, I am really, really excited that we can talk about it today. Today, I just want to focus on some singles that have come out, uh, and then one, one version of an album that has come out uh, as well. So, uh, today on Do Yourself a Favor, uh, even just just as soon as fuck what was it yesterday today um bad cop bad cop from la uh or from california released uh, their newest single to their upcoming album called the ride uh which i believe will be coming out this fall it is really really good if you like if you like uh female driven uh punk bands bad cop bad cop is insanely good and i all like i'm not saying like female driven punk should be a shtick by any stretch of the imagination i'm just saying if you if you like bands like go Betty go or the bomb pops bad cop bad cop is totally totally worth listening to uh with that uh dropkick murphy's also released a uh, new single uh streaming on spotify the song has been out on several platforms like between like donating money to the band's road crew and uh then they released it on Bandcamp for like two bucks uh but it's finally streaming it's called nick jones nick jones nicked my pudding and uh if you are a clash fan this song is littered with clash references and nods and it's really really fun for for fucking any any clash fan it's just it's good like it's just it's really good it drives really really hard and you know what it's just it's kind of fun um so uh also left alone from california ska punk band released a new single and that is a band that you usually don't hear too terribly much about uh they released two songs like tash shit two or three years ago um called mile high and that was a like skinhead rub from the transplants did guest vocals on it and they don't pop up a whole lot they don't say a whole lot but every so often it just seems like we get new music so we do have new left alone music if you're into ska punk uh definitely like in the hellcat records like hemisphere like if if you like that that style of ska punk uh, another thing that happened was MXPX released uh, the deluxe version of their latest album that came out in, I think, January. Uh, if you haven't thought about MXPX for a really, re- really long time, uh, now is a good time to revisit them. This new album is fantastic. It's really, 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 really well produced. Uh, it just sounds clean. It sounds like classic MXPX. It is exactly what you want to hear. Like, they they don't pull any punches, but if you if you like, especially like their last album that they did, like, it, give, give it a listen. Uh, also, Matt Freeman from Rancid has a side project called Charger. Uh, they released a new single as well. They also released it on a 12-inch 
uh, uh, picture disc, and if you're into picture discs, that's awesome. I personally just don't love the way that they sound. Um, I think that they are better just for like, you know, presentation purposes sometimes. Um, but they, they released that and, uh, it sounds awesome, especially if you like the Motorhead style rock and roll, uh, with like the driving bass and like, if you know anything about Matt Freeman, then obviously his vocals, uh, also vitamin, vitamin string quartet released a new song and, uh, Broadway calls also. And I've talked about Broadway calls on here before. And I think that it is just really, really fucking cool to see like, you know, these bands that I talk about, like these bands that I have just gushed over, like for minutes, uh, releasing new material. Any, any time, any time any of these bands that I talk about come up with anything new, I just get super fucking stoked. It's just like, cause I come, I come out of it with information that I didn't know. So it's just like, oh shit. Like, and then you go into look at, look into it. And like, you just want to like grab as much new information as humanly possible and stack it on top of what you already know. I don't go digging my, uh, old notes out of my shoebox that I keep all the past show notes in, but, um, you know, it's just, it's cool. But yeah, Broadway Calls has a new single called Meet Me at the Moon, and it is awesome. If you listen to the Good Views, Bad News uh, episode of this podcast, you already know that I am a fucking fan. And if you ended up listening to Good Views, Bad News, this new single is totally in line with it. Um, So moving forward, let's talk about this album. I know last week that I said I was going to do Devour. I ordered Devour because I didn't have it on vinyl, and I was like, "Oh no, it'll it it'll show up." It didn't show up. It it did it didn't show up. I thought it would, but luckily, I have my next favorite album of his called "Bury Me in Philly." Today we are talking about Dave Haas's third studio album called "Bury Me Bury Me in Philly." It was released in February of 2017 on Rise Records. Uh, Dave Haas, uh, we're going to get into a little bit of background, but how I came into this guy and started following his career. Um, when I was in high school, I used to hang out with a guy that was really, really into Sky and Alkaline Trio. And I'm pretty sure he found out about the loved ones because they had a song called 100K on a video game called Saints Row. I don't know... If that's right, I don't play video games. I don't even have a fucking television. But um, it, I, I think that that's how he found out about them. He showed them to my brother and I, and like just immediate, immediately took it on. Like just so into it. Lo- love the sound of it. Like completely what we were looking for. Uh, so with that said, let's let's move on a little bit. Uh, Dave Haas is an American singer-songwriter who currently performs both solo and with his band The Mermaid. Uh, His music draws from heartland rock, folk rock, and punk. Uh, Haas started playing music in the Philadelphia music scene in the mid-90s with a hardcore punk band called The Curse. Uh, I had never heard The Curse before, so I did a little bit of YouTube investigation and uh, ended up finding one video uh, where it had like a song by The Curse, and uh, then it also had an interview with the band, and I, I, like, Dave Haas was in another band prior to The Curse, but I definitely, it's just, once you start going down that rabbit hole of research, you know, you can't, I can't sit here and say, like, oh my god, like, here, here is every single band that this guy has ever fucking been in. I can't do that. I could do that. so much, though. So much. Going down all those rabbit holes. Um, but The Curse is a 
true to form hardcore punk band like they go really 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 hard and like it was just it was really interesting to see like how he dave haas specifically uh has gone from like hardcore punk to pop punk to folk punk singer songwriter it's just for me that that i just i that progression is just like insane like i that that's one of the things that i always love like when i do this is just like going back and like whether it be like watching old shows or listening to older uh, like listening to older projects uh it's just it's awesome uh but not only was he in the curse he was also in a melodic hardcore band called paint it black who are also an institution on the east coast uh if i'm sure you probably have seen the painted black name come up at some given point in time if this is a genre that you're into um but Haas after in? yeah so he was in painted black and in 2003 uh Haas formed the loved ones with former members of kid dynamite and trial by fire by 2004 Haas left uh, Paint It Black to focus on the loved ones. The band released a self-titled EP on Jade Tree Records, who I have talked about on the Explosion episode before. And uh, the same year, while Haas was working as a roadie for the Bouncing Souls, the band was given the opportunity uh, to do a tour uh, with the Souls and would also tour with No Effects. And I think that that's really, really fucking cool. Like... I didn't know that he was a roadie for the Bouncing Souls. Like, I, I went, when I finish when I finish this, like, I'm going to talk about it in a second. Um, but I, I think that it's really awesome that he went from roadie for the Bouncing Souls to touring with the Bouncing Souls and uh, then getting the opportunity to tour with No Effects because of it. And because of that, Fat Mike from No Effects was so impressed with the band, he signed the loved ones to his label, Fat Records. And I know... I know I say that name a lot. I'm so fucking sorry. I don't mean to. It's just a label that I genuinely, genuinely enjoy. I know that when I see the Fat Records label, that I am, I, I'm good. Like, I, I am good. I'm good for a solid listen and a genre of music that I already know that I enjoy. So, that I wasn't even thinking about that when I was doing this because it's not like this fucking it's not like Dave Haas has released anything solo on Fat Wreck I didn't even think about it but here we are bringing it up again it's not a Fat Records podcast but sometimes it feels like one uh anyway fat wreck released the band's debut uh album keep your heart in 2006 the band uh would stay on fat for all their future releases in december of 2006 the band announced uh on their myspace page uh that they had picked up uh former members of the explosion who had very recently announced that they were disbanding uh while the loved ones were still playing haas released his first solo record titled resolutions in january of 2011 on paper and plastic literally everything that i just said i have talked about on here before i think that that's dope i know that i said it a lot oh my god i said it a lot especially in the early in the earlier episodes but like the threads that like bring all this shit together like doing this research for me felt like hand sewing on a back patch and like pulling that final string and tightening everything up before you tie the knot like i just i love that so much like i yeah if if 
if you're if you're a listener of this podcast, then you already know that Dave Haas had done backing vocals uh, on an Explosion album, uh, "Bury Me Standing," the one that we spoke about. Uh, but then, like going from like fucking Jade Tree Records to my fuck no effects and bouncing souls and everything in between like there are in paper and plastic who i have also talked about on this i i think that that's awesome like in find finding all of these things especially things that i didn't know like i don't i don't stand here claiming by any any stretch of the imagination to say like oh yeah no i'm a fucking expert i am not i am absolutely not i am a fan absolutely but i don't know every i don't know i I, half this shit i don't even know about before i start talking about it or doing research but i think that that was really really cool but like that whole little run of information like how many things that i have talked about on here before just like got me really really excited um but with that, uh, so he did release the new album, or his first album titled Resolutions in January 2011, which is a dope album and a great place to start for this guy. Uh, but he did that, and the band, the loved ones haven't really, they haven't recorded anything since 2009, but they, they occasionally pop up. I mean, they they did a 10-year anniversary for Keep Your Heart in Philly, and they've like they'll do like you know weekend revelers and stuff like that like they still do pop up but if we're not going to get another loved ones album or a loved ones show at least we have dave haas's solo albums which is i mean his voice is dope it's so good that's why that's why we're talking about this we have his we have his music to keep us sedated until if anything happens if not that's completely fine because they they have a perfect run they they have a perfect run of music to listen to and a great vault of videos to watch uh so finally let's talk about the damn album uh as stated at the top (laughs) bury me bury me in philly came out in 2017 uh the band recorded on uh the band that recorded on this included dave haas's brother tim and david hidalgo jr on drums which is a really really big get for me because i love this guy everything that he pops up in or on i i love it like i am just a fan of the way that he plays music and the bands that he associates himself with he tours with the Bronx and he also tours with Social Distortion. He has played on Chuck Reagan's album Till Midnight. He played he played on Bury Me in Philly. Like the way that this guy plays is so fucking good. And when I see his name, like it's just it's easy. Like it's 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 a fucking no-brainer for me. Like I just know, like I'm I'm good. Like what whatever whatever I am getting into, I, I know that it, if not for nothing else, like even if the album is trash, like at least the fucking drums will be good. I have yet to listen to an album that he has been on that does sound like trash. So I am glad that I st- I can say this like very, very confidently. Um, I, I'm just, I, I, I'm a fan. So it's just, if, if you like the way that the guy plays drums on this record, you should definitely look into some of the other things that he's done, especially if you like uh, punk. Uh, it, it's just, it's so good. Um, but Bury Me in Philly was re- received with mostly positive reviews uh, from critics. New Noise Magazine uh, stated, over the course of two Loved Ones LPs, House showed he was a good to great singer-songwriter, and uh, Bury Me in Philly proves he's quickly evolved into one of the genre's best, giving the album four out of five stars. 
I that's all that's all that I took from the new noise. Like it, it was it was it was a it was a fine it was a, it, yeah it was it was a fine review. It, it it didn't bring anything new to the table, but like it basically what it just kind of went into was like Dave, Dave Haas like is like even though he doesn't live in Philly anymore, like you can tell that like he is a very vi- like it has his heart like and this that's what this album is this album is a love letter to where he's from and like where he spent so much of his time and like played and got affiliated with so many so many great bands so many great artists uh in his time there it's it's a perfectly fine review but that that's all that's really all that i needed from that to just forward the momentum of literally anything which is it's fine I know that I keep saying that I'm going to stop doing reviews, but some of them are good and some of them have fun things to say. Some of them push the conversation a little bit. Fuck it. I'm going to keep... I, you know what? I know that I said I was going to try and wean my way out of it. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just going to keep leaning into it because it it helps. It helps and it, it helps me get like a... It helps me get a better idea of like what people were thinking about in the times when these albums were recorded like honestly if not for nothing else it puts me it puts me back in a fucking time in a fucking headspace um but as i said the album was released on rise records uh if you aren't familiar rise records is an american record label based out of beaverton oregon uh mainly focusing on heavy metal and punk bands like american nightmare flatliners bouncing souls goldfinger pup the living end and tiger army those are the bands that I like uh, that are on the current roster. Uh, there are a lot, a lot of other bands that are on that roster that I don't necessarily love, like Attack Attack or Chelsea Grin. But I mean, like, also Seven Seconds has been affiliated with this. And like, just like when I, like, like with fucking David Hidalgo Jr., just like fucking Fat Wreck, anytime I see that big ass R on the back of an album, I know that it's going to be a good listen, especially if it's by a band that I genuinely enjoy. Like <clears throat> when I saw that the Flatliners were going to be releasing their their last album, uh, Inviting Light, which is absolutely fantastic. And if you haven't listened to it, I highly recommend it. Um, when I saw that the Flatliners were releasing Inviting Light on Rise, I was just like, what? Okay, let's, uh, let's see. I <clears throat> It'll probably be... It'll probably be a, uh, a hard, hard album because the, the album that they had done before, like they just were going in this progression of just like getting continuously harder. This it absolutely wasn't. It was the exact opposite that I thought that it was going to be. And I think that, that made it a better album for it. Uh, so just check out Rise Records if you uh, like, you know, if you're if you're in a music rut. Yeah, just to get into it. Um, I had one last thing written down. Uh, the path to go from punk rock to folk punk is really hard because the genre takes your crutch away. For every Chuck Reagan, Frank Turner, and Tim Berry, there are dozens of others that can't hack it. Dave Haas uh, has proven that he is not a victim. He is thriving and setting the bar for the genre. And I really, really like that. Uh, I didn't read that. I <clears throat> I wrote it. And I'm pretty... I'm actually kind of proud of it. Um but it's true like it's absolutely true when you go and like if chuck chuck reagan chuck reagan is from hot water music tim barry is from avail frank turner is from the uk hardcore scene and they all went on to do the singer songwriter thing that dave haas is doing and those those these four have done very 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 well but i have also been fan a fan of like 
some artists who try to do it and they just they fail so fucking hard whether because they have a whack-ass voice without electric instruments behind them or they just can't write a song for shit like that is one of, that is one of the things that i like about this genre it really really proves that you like it proves like hey i'm not fucking around like what i am doing is what like it was, it's genuinely what i am good at and i think that dave Haas does a really really good job and i i really do i do mean it when i say i feel like he is setting the bar because with every album that he puts out with every fucking single that he puts out with every show that he plays he sets the bar higher and higher and higher and higher and he started from absolutely nothing in this genre of music and i mean like it's pretty it's pretty easy to make that transfer when you're in a band like like a band of the, with the caliber of the loved ones to go on and like do this and still like maintain a pretty solid base especially after the band like you know goes silent for a really long time you have you have that base it he didn't fucking need any of that in my in my fucking humble opinion he didn't need any of that he could have done this by himself from day one if he absolutely wanted to, and it still would have turned out the same quality of music. I think that sobriety has really, really helped him. I think it has helped his songwriting. I think becoming a father has really, really helped as well. Bury Me in Philly Stands is one of my favorite fucking albums that he has released. The I was I was talking to my twin brother. I was like, hey, like I I don't have Devour. Like I can't. I can't, I can't, I can't do this episode, but I have Bury Me in Philly, and he's like, oh man, fuck, it's not, it's just not a good record, man, and then we started talking about it, and I started going down, like, the list, like, of the songs on this album, uh, if I have my way, if I, I think this is the way that I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do, uh, uh, With You at the top of this episode, so you've already heard it by now, and at the end of this episode, uh, I think I'm gonna do Divine Lorraine, or a hell of a home and i just started listing off songs from this album and without like it, it, it took no time at all it was just like listing like four or five songs and he was just like shit yeah i guess it i i guess it is a good album like it like <clears throat> what whether his bar is a lot different my twin brother is a huge huge fucking fan of dave haas and i so 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 fucking my like the first time i saw him um, I, I've also, like, I had one, I had the opportunity to see the loved ones as well, which I consider myself very, very lucky for. And that was, that was when they were in opening, they were opening for Gaslight Anthem in, uh, Cincinnati. So that was, it's really cool to be able to stand here now and say, yes, I have seen the loved ones, especially now that it's been so many years since they haven't played. Um, but I also got to see Dave Haas on one of Chuck Reagan's revival tours, uh, in Columbus, Ohio. And that was the minute that I knew. I was just like, I am so fucking into this. Like I knew, like I knew who he was. I had seen the loved ones before, so I knew what I was getting into, but I didn't know what it'd be like with him with just an acoustic guitar. And it was so much fucking fun. And if anybody out there has, uh, remembers the revival tours, Chuck, Chuck Reagan would bring out guys from like the punk scene and they would just play acoustically with a drummer and upright bass player and just kind of rotate through and then they come out and play songs together. It was really cool. I, <coughs> excuse me. Um, 
I have yet to see a tour that I have had so much fun that has been so collective, so collaborative to this day. Like it, it that that stands as a really, really good experience for me. And I, he would also bring out different different artists for every tour. The one that I went to, I got very fucking lucky because it was Chuck Reagan, Dave Haas, and Toke from uh, Streetlay Manifesto. And it just, I, I knew, like, it, he had, was it 2000, 2011? He had just released his first solo album, not too terribly long ago. I think I was 22, 22 or 23, but it was not, not long after he had released Resolutions that he went out on the Revival Tour, and it fucking worked and it worked really really well for me and i know that i say that a lot because it's fucking true if it fucking works then i'm not going to not going to sit here and be like eh, it was it, it, i guess it worked for me okay enough no this really 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 worked for me and immediately start following it all of it i just oh my god i just i really really enjoy seeing him i got the chance to see him open up with his solo stuff uh for the lawrence arms in uh in kentucky one time and that was the first time i had seen him i think it was just he and his brother though i haven't seen him since he picked up the mermaid band uh the band the mermaid um but i have had the opportunity to see dave haas three times his show is it's got so much fucking heart, man. Like, you just, you get it, and you get it immediately. Like, you don't, you don't even get a chance. Like, even if it's just him with an acoustic guitar, like, it holds up in a way that I still just look at awe in. You see that motherfucker with an electric guitar, with a full fucking band behind him, you're in for another completely different show, but one that is still so gripping and like just full of energy and full of life and enjoyment and that is one of the things that i love about this fucking artist it is good it is fun it is serious it is real it's political at times like it, co it covers absolutely everything and it's all set to the backdrop of big ass melodies and really really smart fucking songwriting that's all i'm gonna say about this today this is the third fucking time i have done this and my voice is going going almost gone holy shit <laughs> i'm really excited that i got the chance to be able to do this and still be able to talk about this album that i really fucking enjoy with plenty of background music or plenty of background information to go around i'm really excited because i already started doing uh the research for next week's episode we are finally doing a ska album and i am not fucking telling you because god knows something will fucking happen between now and next week when i record this episode and release it and i am god i have to fucking stop saying what i'm doing next week because it seems like something always happens and i have to pivot in some way but what i will say is we are doing a ska album i already talked to my executive producer finn we're good he gave me a lick on the cheek we're good so that said thank you so much for letting me do this today <laughs> really really enjoyed it again i'm sorry i know i very very openly know that you could tell like towards the end that like my throat was done just absolutely done um but thank you I know that these are still really, really weird times. Like, the before times were fun. We we could go out, we could do stuff. We can't do that now. Instead, we 
Zoom people, we FaceTime each other in everything in between. And it's just, it reach out to people. I talk to somebody you haven't talked to in a really long time. I'm not, but you might be a more social person. Why do you think I started doing a fucking podcast in my walk-in closet? Um, not because I'm the social person. Oh, and I also record on Fridays. Uh, and when I work, I record after work. Um, but reach out to somebody. Let them, let them know you're thinking about them. If you want. If you don't, I don't give a shit. But I I have learned. Hear, hearing, from, hearing from people... Because a few people have reached out to me recently that I haven't heard from in a really long time, and it was it was really nice. Um, do that. Be nice to people. Do what you can to help. Next week's episode might sound a little bit different because I ordered soundproofing for my <laughs> studio. So instead of just a blanket and some jackets, I will finally have legitimate soundproofing. So hopefully it won't sound as airy and we'll just keep getting better and better and better with this. Thank you for your patience and letting me evolve this organically and be able to put the time and the effort in to get it to where it is now. Not that it's a fucking blowout, um, but thank you. I really appreciate it. Also in the coming weeks, um, I'll be unveiling my first sponsorship. So stay tuned. Uh, it'll be really, it'll be really, really fun. Um, it's, it's, it's just, it's really cool to see like the work that I put into this, get, get, get a little, a little something out of it. Like the messages and the things that I hear from people are great, but like, I can't, you just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be affiliated with somebody and they are going to be affiliated with me. And I apologize to them in advance, especially if they're listening to this episode, but as always, thank you so much. I'm here. I'm available. You know where to find me. I record my fucking... I, I'm i on Facebook under the same name. That I record this under Davy Casket. And you can find me on Instagram at Bastards Bay if you feel so inclined. I'm here. I'm available. I would love to hear your voices. Give them hell.
scratch her 